three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you're all having a great uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, That's when you should be hearing this. But I've got a review for the latest J-Lo joint. Um, God, I could go for a joint right now. But for marriage, uh, marry me. I was about to say marriage story. That would be way different if that. Wow, J-Lo starring as ScarJo mirrors. So I would actually watch that. Anyways, but Marry Me is uh, directed by Kat Koiro uh, 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 is what I'm going to go with. She, I actually had never heard of this director and she's done a couple things. Um, she She's directed some, uh, some uh, It's Always Sunny, uh, that show The Cool Kids that's on Fox, I want to say, or was on Fox. Um, has directed just some stuff I just have not heard of. Life Happens. Uh, and while you were here, a case of you, um, yeah. So, um, not a super well-known director. Uh, this was also written by Harper Dill, John Rogers, and Tammy Sager. Um, also, uh, just kind of unknowns really for the most part. Um, <laughs> John Rogers, I will say, was a screenwriter on Catwoman, which. When I looked that up, immediately filled my heart with dread. So let's get into this. So Jennifer Lopez, she has been acting for a hot minute. And to be honest, I don't think she really gets enough credit for actually being a pretty great actress. Um, When I think about stuff I like her in, I adore her and Selena, of course, Out of Sight, Anaconda. Um, the Cell is a, is visually just a beautiful fucking film. But of course, I just think it's it's hollow uh enough i think is a really good movie um wedding planner is cute uh g lee is horrendous monster law is fucking wonderful and i will defend monster law i think monster laws is fucking awesome and then you get you know stuff like what to expect when you're expecting bleh, boy next door bleh um god what else um a jersey girl bleh but i'll stand by it 2019, she does Hustlers, and I believe that should have been a role that she got not only nominated for for Best Supporting Actress, I think she should have fucking won. I thought she was excellent in that movie. And then we get to Marry Me. So I will say, for the most part, most of J-Lo's rom-coms are, are hit and miss for me, but this one I thought was genuinely fun. I was actually surprised that I actually enjoyed this so much. So, uh, J-Lo, she stars as a Kat Valdez, who is a international pop star, has been in uh, the industry, I want to say for they say, for about 15, 20 years. So, similar to herself in real life. And she uh, is uh, seeing this guy, uh, Bastion, or she's engaged to this guy, Bastion, who's played by... Uh, uh, Maluma, who apparently is a singer, had no idea, didn't know who he was, moving on, but they're, they're together, they've been dating, uh, they've been, I think they said they've seen, they've, they've been seeing each other for a year and a half, so, uh, they go ahead and do this 
single uh, called Marry Me, of course, which is climbing the charts. Everyone's loving it. Uh, you know, it's getting TikToks made of it and everything. Da, da, da. Um, and so they decided to go ahead and tie the knot. And I want to say they're, I, I don't think they're at Madison Square Garden, but they're somewhere in, uh, in, in New York. But 20 million people are, are supposed to see them get, get hitched. And in a scene that I thought was shockingly well done, the way that Kat discovers that uh, Bastion's been cheating on her uh, with her assistant, no less, which, you know, eek. I actually love the way that's done because her manager, played by John Bradley, uh, Colin, uh, Colin Calloway is his name. You know, you know, John, of course, from Game of Thrones is most likely where you know him, where he played uh, Samuel Tarley. But I... That was probably the thing I was the most surprised by in the best way because John Bradley again haven't seen him in much because I I don't watch game I didn't watch Game of Thrones but he is so fucking charming in this in a way that actually elevates Cat's character because when she discovers oh my god Bastion's been cheating on me they really kind of film it like she's having a panic attack which you know you would be <laughs> in theory but. I love the way that Kat really sells the panic and she gives a speech uh, to the audience about not being in love, but basically being in love with the concept of being in love. And it's one of those things I went, wow, this is this is actually inspired. And, you know, I know that a lot of people have made the joke uh, or some people have made the joke about, oh, J-Lo's been married so much, you know, of course she would get this role. And Honestly, it does feel like at points she is channeling that pain that she's gone through in her past relationships into this performance when there's this point where she breaks down after the concert, after she has picked Charlie Gilbert, uh, Owen Wilson's character, out of a crowd and said, yes, I'll marry you. The way she sells her breakdown um, to Colin in particular, where she just falls on her knees and starts crying and goes, you know, why can't I get out of my own way? And it's actually quite sad. And I just went, huh, okay. Like she's, she's really selling me on this, which is kind of amazing when you think about it. But I want to talk about Owen Wilson real quick. So Owen Wilson, another person I do not think gets nearly enough credit for how talented of an actor they are. I have not reviewed it yet properly, but Loki, he's fucking amazing in that shit. I thought he did an incredible job. But when you look at movies like A Wonder or um, or French Dispatch, which I have not also reviewed, and he's really great in that. Uh, no Escape. I think he's excellent in No Escape. Uh, in uh, No uh, No Escape. Uh, you know, we get to Grand Budapest. You know, we get to even the Internship, which is not a great movie, but he's actually really good in that. Uh, Midnight in Paris, obviously, Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, Marley and Me. Um, yeah, like he's uh, he really is a great actor, and seeing him in this, this is him at his. Owen Wilson ist, <laughs> and I mean that as a compliment because uh, one thing I really actually adore about this movie is that uh, Charlie has his own shit going on. Charlie is a math teacher. He's trying to go ahead and get uh, closer with his daughter Lou, who's played by uh, Chloe Coleman. You know her from uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, which she was excellent in. Uh, you also know her from My Spy, which she was also excellent in. 
she's really building a heck of a little resume for herself. Go, go ahead, young one. You are the future. And I love their relationship because, you know, Owen or Charlie is just, you know, he's a teacher. He's running this, uh, this uh, math league of kids, you know, teaching them that math is fun. And they're going ahead and going to, you know, this like math league tournament, which is pretty cool. And I don't know, like it, Charlie is incredibly charming in that way that a parent, a single parent who is, you know, trying to stay close to his daughter, even though she's getting older, would be. And I think that's one of the things that makes him so endearing is that he's never cramping loose style intentionally. It is just him wanting to stay. Pardon me. It's just him wanting to stay close to his daughter and her, you know, growing up as kids do. And the fact that Lou is such a big fan of Cat, it really plays into how endearing he is. And I'll get to that in a second. But uh, Charlie is actually holding uh, the sign for his friend Parker, who's played by Sarah Silverman. You know her for a bunch of stuff, obviously. But and that's how uh, Cat picks him out of the crowd. So. The rest of the film is basically, oh, are they going to fall in love? Duh. Um, But, you know, Charlie basically having to adapt to a world now where, you know, they're not legally married, but everyone thinks that they are and they're playing up for appearances. So, you know, his life is inconvenienced. He's got cameras in his face wherever he goes, even when he's showing up to the school. Uh, All that stuff. And one thing about Charlie that I really do like is that he never comes across as vindictive towards Cat or towards the situation. I mean, he's confused by it, he's overwhelmed by it, but never comes across as mean-spirited, which you could easily do, because if anyone would have the right to be greedy, it would be a teacher, considering how much they work they do and how little pay they receive. Which, <laughs> ironically enough, is also brought up in the film, which, by the way, let's pay teachers more, for fuck's sake. But I love the fact that Charlie never comes across like that because one thing that this film very wisely does is that Charlie never gets used to all of what Cat's world is. He's not, you know, by he's not telling you know them to dress him up and you know design our clothes. He's not, you know, he's not looking like Hansel from Zoolander or some shit. Like he is always coming across like a very regular guy who's just in this hilariously insane situation when you think about it, but. One thing that this film does it kind of bravely address is how kind of insane some people would think this concept is. Because let's be real. If if I'm at a, oh God, who would I go see? If I'm like at a Lady Gaga concert and she just, you know, sees me holding up a song, a sign saying, I love Mama Monster. She goes, I want to marry you. I'd go, first off, awesome. But secondly, like, what the fuck is happening? And Charlie never loses that even when he gets more comfortable because Kat's life is a whirlwind and she doesn't really hide the fact that it is. There's a point early on in this arrangement where oh, uh, Charlie is given a, oh, pardon me, uh, where Charlie is given a um, uh, an iPhone just to go ahead and keep track of his schedule because, you know, he's with one of the most famous pop stars in the world. I actually love that. It made me go, okay, he really is out of his element. His He has a flip phone for fuck's sake, like one of those old like Motorola type phones. Like he has one of those. He doesn't care about, you know, streaming. He's not even on social media, which what a nerd. But I love those things about Charlie. He really is focused on his, on his math league and being the best teacher that he can be. And, you know, above all else, focus on being being a present and wonderful father. And 
as this film goes on and Kat and Charlie begin to know each other better, there is this press conference that they hold pretty early on about, you know, why they got married and everything. And it's one of these things where Charlie stands up for Kat in a way that you go, this is what you want from a partner. And when one of the reporters completely in a dick way goes, oh, well, you want one, you wouldn't want to fail again at marriage, would you, uh, would you, Charlie? I mean, I know you've been married once. I love the way that cat stands up for Charlie and the way that they actually do lift each other up. I found weirdly inspired, to be completely honest, which is something I did not expect whatsoever. And it just really made me go, oh, Okay, because the initial plan, Colin shows up to his house and it's like, hey, dude, sign this NDA and we'll give you 5K right now and we'll be good. And, you know, Charlie is insulted. He's like, you think that little me think this is all that this is about? You know, I'm just trying to be there for as a person. And the initial car ride when they, you know, quote, get married and they drop Charlie back at his house. Charlie's just being a dude. He's just being like, I am so sorry you're going through this. Like, do you need anything? Like, he's being a genuinely caring man for her in that moment when her own fucking partner wasn't being that caring, which when you see Bastion and how he acts once he's caught, it reminded me so much of, uh, what's his name, Jesse James and Sandra Bullock when she won that Oscar and how they cut to him in the crowd and he has this look on his face like, oh, fuck, you're going to find out. Like, it, it's that level of cringe where I just went, oh, man, this is really fucking bad for you. And it, it made me laugh, admittedly. Um, there are some really really sweet moments in this movie and i won't go too much in the spoilers even though there's not a lot to spoil but uh there is this rope-a-dope scene with cat you know basically going oh i've never boned uh I've never boned before wow phrasing um <laughs> freudian uh <laughs> you know i've never bowled before she's totally connie him she's you know she's pulling a little rope-a-dope you know she's uh yeah it's that was a really cute scene there is a surprisingly great comparison between solving your problems and math that I went, huh, I actually really like the way they're tying that into what uh, Owen Wilson's Charlie does. J-Lo might have the line in the movie where she goes, uh, where Charlie asks her, you know, is it exhausting with everyone knowing who you are? And Kat immediately retorts back with, no, it's exhausting people thinking that they know me. And I went, huh, okay. And the way that Lopez delivers that line, she really delivers it with a conviction that I went, okay, she felt that shit. Because when you think about what she went through, you know, when her star was really rising, when you think about her and P. Diddy, you know, Papa Diddy Pop uh, being together, you, you know, and you think about her and, uh, you know, her and uh, uh, A-Rod together. Like, she's been in some high-profile uh, relationships. And, you know, now, oh, my gosh, I cannot stop yawning. I'm sorry. Um, with her now back together with Ben Affleck, there is just this vulnerability that Kat, play, uh, that, uh, Kat brings to this role. Uh, there's this point where Charlie tells her, you know, call me if you're ever just lonely. Because, you know, they're not living together. You know, they're doing their media shit, and then they're going their separate ways. And you start to see how Charlie's sitting in every so often for, you know, for uh, her studio, you know, her studio sessions and, you know, 
Colin goes, all right, cool, man. You're good to go. And there's that point where Charlie goes, you know, can I just stay until she's done? And, you know, Colin Colin goes, oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. And you just start to see little by little how they're starting to support each other more. There's this point where Kat shows up at the school and the kids rightfully so freak out. Like, holy shit, Kat Valdez is here. And it's so endearing because they're practicing these math problems and Kat goes ahead and shows them some choreography from one of her songs, uh, one of her dance uh, music videos. And Charlie is going ahead and shouting out, uh, uh, shouting out uh, equations for the kids to solve, which was such an endearing and a really sweet scene. And Charlie kind of does shit like that throughout the whole film in a way that you just kind of go, yeah, I kind of dig this dude. He's actually a lot of fun. Um, the last thing I'll kind of throw out uh, before I kind of get to my final thoughts. I, I, I love me some Sarah Silverman. And there's just some points in this movie where she was just a little much for me. I found her annoying, kind of like I found Kate McKinnon in uh, in uh, yesterday <laughs> at a couple spots where I was sitting there going, all right, enough of this. Please move past this. And also Jimmy Fallon is in this. And oh, my God, like you want to talk about playing it way too accurate for real life this is it's scary how insanely just dumb jimmy fallon is at points there's this whole point in the movie or early on in the film where you know she just got married quote married unquote and jimmy fallon's like oh yeah by the way on the way to the airport she married an uber driver <laughs> and it's 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 like god jimmy fallon would make that lazy of a joke but the thing about this movie for me is that there are actual genuine gestures between Kat and Charlie that I found incredibly charming. When uh, Bastion wants to go ahead and get back in Kat's life, because of course he does, because he fucked up really, uh, Charlie goes ahead and lays the speech out. I don't I don't have the exact uh, the exact uh, quote, but off the top, I want to say he says something basically like, you know, I'm not saying this as your husband or your friend because technically I'm not, I'm neither. But if you go back to him, aren't you just doing, aren't you making the same mistake all over again, again? And the movie almost stopped for half a second for Kat to almost gather herself and go, huh. And it's one of those scenes where I went, wow, Wilson really is bringing it in this. Like I was really, I was really impressed. And I, I, I don't know y'all, like, I went into this movie seeing the trailer going, oh God, this is going to just royally piss me off and oh, I'm not going to care about anything. And no, I was surprisingly invested in their relationship. I was shockingly invested in this stupid uh, math-a-thon or math decathlon thing or whatever that they're doing. Uh, I was shocked. I, I have to admit, I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed this. So uh, getting my final thoughts here, this is in theaters right now. It's also streaming on Peacock. Uh, I watch on Peacock because uh, Nevada just dropped their mask mandate. So fuck going out in public for a while. Uh, but I'm going to give this a solid B minus. Like this was something I was pleasantly surprised I enjoyed as much as I did. And honestly, it's something that I would say with Valentine's Day being tomorrow. Sham holiday, by the way. But with Valentine's Day being tomorrow, if I watch this, I'd go, you know what? That wasn't a waste of my time. So yeah, I would highly recommend. Check this out. I think you'll have fun with it. I think if you watch this with your partner or with a friend that you're crushing on or whatever, I think you'll find it cute. 
but color me shocked that I thought this was as good as it was. But yeah, solid B minus. But everyone, marry me. Um, what did you think? Not don't actually marry me. I, I, I'm no good. But marry me. <laughs> what did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. You can like both our pages on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. That's R E E L Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Most places you listen to podcasts: SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, and iHeartRadio to name a few spots at The Real Pineapple. Don't forget to follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. That again is R-E-E-L Pineapple. And don't forget to follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. You can find me on tw- uh, on uh, TikTok at BlackShazam775. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone, who have reviews up this month, for uh, since it is Black History Month, after all, for Atlanta Season 1 and 2, uh, Watchmen, the HBO miniseries, as well as reviews for Batman 89, Batman Returns, and Batman Begins, all leading up to The Batman coming out on March 4th, which we'll have a review up for that weekend before we go on our hiatus. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Don't forget to wear your mask, get your COVID shot, get your booster if you haven't yet. And honestly, tell someone you love them. It, we, we all need to hear that more with the uh, the times we're in. But again, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, happy Valentine's Day if you're celebrating. Uh, if you're not, buy yourself something nice. You've earned it. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much.